Hello, and welcome to the Renewed Mind Podcast. This podcast is for you, the girl who is looking to strengthen her mindset and dive into personal development from a biblical perspective, minus all the fluff and self-centeredness, which often comes with this topic. This balance can be so hard to find, and that's why I started this podcast to help fill that need. I'm your host, Macy Shaw, and I am here to dive into all the topics with you and to grow and learn how to daily improve our mind, heart, and actions. We will be doing this in short and sweet episodes, giving you practical ways you can implement them in your life right now. Ready? Let's get started. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Renewed Mind Podcast. I am so excited that you guys are here and joining in wherever you're listening from today. I'm so excited that you are a part of this community here. And I'm so thankful for each and every one of you who tune in each Monday and listen. And you guys, the more people I meet, the more places I go, the more things I read, the more I get so passionate about what this whole podcast is about. It's about delivering personal development, mindset, everything like that through the lens of a biblical worldview. And you guys, if we do not study this personal development, this mindset through a biblical worldview, we are going to end up so much in our heads and so focused on ourselves. And we're going to get so caught up into looking for what serves us and for what makes us happy instead for what serves God and what makes God happy. So I really want to encourage you that if you feel that checking your spirit with all of the personal development and mindset advice that's out there, and you just feel like, you know what, there's just something about this that I can't just jump onto. It's true because as believers, we know that there's only one truth and that is the truth that is found in the Bible and that our lives are not about finding out what makes us happy but what makes God happy and living to please him. And through that, we will, and through that, we will then to become the person who God wants us to be. And it's not about being just a better version of ourselves. It's about being who God wants us to be and who God created us to be and becoming more like him in the process. So I'm so excited that you are here. I'm so excited that you are here with us each week learning and growing in that way. It just makes me so incredibly happy and I just love this community on here. With today's episode, we have been uh, doing these series of You Asked and I Answered and we took a couple weeks off but I'm so excited to jump right back into them. You guys gave me some incredible topics of some topics that you're wanting covered and I'm so excited to dive into them. And the first one that we're going to answer is the topic of how to deal with failure and setbacks. And when I read this topic, I was like, yes, I 100% want to address this because this is personal to me. I have my own business. I am a part of a touring band. And I have big goals for both of those. And you guys, I have failed in my business. I've had setbacks. I have been rejected in my business. Let's just take a look at our band, for example. We have been turned down by record labels, TV shows, producers. We have been told no. We have had hate mail sent to us. We have had negative comments and messages and emails and so forth. That's all come with our band. And yet we still do what we do. And we have just as much equal amount of interest in our band and people who have invested into us and fans and encouraging messages and love and support and loyal following. 
And something that I've really come to realize just through reading other people's stories and walking out our own story and my own story is that the level of success we have equally matches the, le- the level of rejection, failure, and setback. And it seems like we have never reached a massive success within our band without reaching a massive amount of setbacks, rejection, or failure. And in reading other people's stories, I've noticed that same thing, that there's so many people who've had this massive success and it was followed by a massive failure or it came from a massive failure. And so what I want to do is, is when we're talking about dealing with failures and setbacks, I just really want you to be encouraged to know that it happens to everybody. And that if I have set a big goal in my business, if we have set big goals for our band, we have had failures, rejection, and setback and walked through that. And I wrote up these four things that really helps with dealing with that failure and that setback. And the first thing is this, when dealing with failure, rejection, and setbacks, to know that people don't make or break our dream. It is God who does. So if we have a goal and a dream, it's not somebody who makes or breaks it. We don't need a yes from a producer. We don't need a a time slot on a TV show. We don't need these other things to make or break our dream because it's God who does. And God uses things and uses people, but sometimes we can get so attached to if we had this, then this would happen. But to know that God owns everything and that he loves to do, he loves to lead us through a journey of faith. And that one thing I've learned in having this band is that it is not about us reaching our goals. It is about us having the faith and growing closer to the Lord as we are getting, hitting those goals. And if it were super easy, we would never have to have faith. I remember in the summer of 2019, our whole family being on our knees in our RV in some parking lot in Nashville, praying for a house because we could not find one. And it was like house after house was just, this one's not available. This one, the price is too high. This one's too small. It was like, there was, we had nowhere to go and we all got on our knees and prayed. And you guys, we are in the house that God provided since the summer, 2018. It is a, it's not a, it wasn't about getting a house in that moment. It was about the journey of faith and us growing closer to the Lord through that process to get the house. So number one is that people don't make or break our dream. We didn't need a realtor to get a house. We needed the Lord on our side to get a house. And that is exactly what happens. Number two is you can't take it personally. You can't take the failure, the rejection, the setback personally. I want you to think of opportunities as this. You're at a party and there's a lady going around the room handing dessert out to everybody. And some are saying, yes, I'll definitely take some. Thank you so much. I love that slice of cheesecake. And some are saying, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to wait right now, but I really thank you for offering it to me. And some are going to say, let me think about it. And some's like, hmm, I'll try it. Thank you so much. And she's just going around the room offering it. If someone said, no, I don't want cheesecake, she's not going to drop on the floor in a puddle of tears because she understands that it's not about her as a person. It's about what she's offering. It's about the opportunity. And maybe some people just aren't eating sugar right now, or maybe some people are full, or maybe some people just don't like dessert. Like it has nothing to do with her as a person. It had everything to do with their own mindset and thinking and their own needs 
and she was simply offering something to somebody. And I think about that all the time in my own business, with our band, in reading other people's stories, is that sometimes when we're offering something to somebody, they're at a different place. Sometimes they aren't looking for the product or service that we're offering. Sometimes they're not looking for a band with eight siblings or whatever it is that we're offering. Sometimes they're looking for something else. And they aren't rejecting us personally, but they're simply just the timing's not right or that they need something else. So that's number two is you can't take it personally. Number three is you have to have a deep sense of purpose to keep you going through the setbacks. You have to know your why. You really have to know a deep sense of purpose because the, the higher the success gets and the higher the failure gets, then the harder it is to accept those failures because they're bigger things. I mean, these are big opportunities. And we recently had a really big opportunity open. We were kind of walking through it and they said, you know what, at this time, it's actually not going to work. And it was a really big opportunity for our band. And it was, it was one of those things where I was just like, you know what, this, this does sting a little bit. Even though I know that people don't make or break our dream and it's not about us personally, there was that little bit like, oh man, I was really hoping it would work. And that's okay to feel that way. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to have that feeling inside of you of, oh man, that's a bummer. That really is. I was really hoping that that would work. That's okay. But if we dwell on that and we don't have a deeper sense of purpose, then we are never going to get through those setbacks. And we have to have the deep sense of purpose to know that I know that the Lord has called us to what it is that we are doing And I know that the Lord is the one that opens up the opportunities. And I have a deep sense of purpose of why I'm doing this. I'm not doing this for blank. I'm doing this because I know that God wants us to do it. And that deep sense of purpose will keep you going through the failures, the rejections, and the setbacks. It's like knowing your worth. It really is. It's knowing what you have to offer, why you have to offer it, and how much it's worth. And number four in dealing with setbacks and rejections and failures is you have to know that it's going to happen. You have to know it's going to happen. And one thing that I read, this was actually from a book from Ben Carson and he is a neurosurgeon and he also ran for president in 2016. And Ben Carson wrote a book and it was about taking risks and how hard that can be for people sometimes. And in this book, he he gave the suggestion that has stuck with me ever since I read it. And he said this, he said, when you are going to do something, when you are, when you are going to take that opportunity, ask for something really big, go after those goals and dreams, you have to write out the worst possible scenario. Like what is your greatest fear? When you say, I'm going to be afraid of rejection. What does that mean to you? Like write out what that would look like. And then he said, ask yourself, can I accept this? Can I accept this? Can I accept being told no? Can I accept spending all this time and money on this to not have it happen? And sometimes when you, when you write it out and you say, you know what? I, I'm strong enough to accept this. I know I can. And I know that failure is going to happen. Failure and rejection and setbacks are going to happen. And so what's really helpful is instead of saying, I'm just going to go for it and we're never going to talk about the fear of failure, but really kind of face reality and be like, I know what's going to happen. And so I'm going to accept it. I'm going to be prepared for it. 
And when we have our mindset right of it's the Lord is the one that makes and breaks our dreams, not people. And if we're not going to take things personally, and if we have the deep sense of purpose, then yes, when we know it's, it will happen, then we can face those failures, fears, and setbacks and really face them head on with a good mindset and they won't take us out forever. Now, I want to just share some stories with you of some people who have had massive success, but also have had massive failure, rejection, and setback. Think of Jack Andraka, who was 15 years old when he wrote a proposal to develop a better diagnostic test for pancreatic cancer, only to be rejected 199 times by research labs. But the 200th research lab at John Hopkins University accepted his letter, and now Jack developed a pancreatic cancer test 100 times better and 26,000 times less expensive than the current test. But think of that. He was rejected 199 times by research labs. Or think of Michael Jordan, who was cut from his high school basketball team, and he was devastated. But he went on to continue a basketball career, and during his career, he missed more than 9,000 shots, lost almost 300 games, and on 26 occasions was entrusted to take the winning shot and missed. Yet to this day, many, many people would consider Michael Jordan one of the greatest basketball players of all times. Or let's talk about Steve Jobs, who was fired from Apple, which is the company he founded, and he also failed with a computer company and a specific computer called Lisa, And so after he failed, Jobs returned to Apple, and he then led the business to become the most profitable company in the U.S. Or what about when no one wanted to hire Walt Disney as an artist, and his first animation studio went bankrupt? Or when Steven Spielberg was rejected both times to attend film school of University of Southern California? Or Charles Schultz, who was the creator of Peanuts, featuring Snoopy and Charlie Brown? His drawings were rejected by his high school yearbook. Or the Beatles, who were rejected by numerous record labels, and they were told that guitar groups are on their way out and the Beatles have no future in show business. Or let's talk about Colonel Sanders, creator of Kentucky Fried Chicken, which is a restaurant chain. He was a sixth grade school dropout, and his fried chicken recipe was rejected over a thousand times. Or what about James Dyson? He was the creator of the first bagless vacuum, and he had 5,126 failed prototypes. And he had to set up his own manufacturing facility because other manufacturers wouldn't produce his vacuum. Milton Hershey's first two chocolate businesses went bankrupt, and Nick Woodman was the creator of the GoPro. Nick Woodman's first startup company failed after it was backed by $3.9 million from investors. And he lost everything. He, the company failed. He lost all the money. And he went on a surfing trip. And it was during that surfing trip, after he failed, he was riding the wave surfing, and he said, I want to film myself surfing. And then it gave him the idea of the GoPro. And him and his girlfriend sold seashells out of the trunk of their car to fund their next company, the GoPro. That was a lot of stories within there. And so many of these products that people have have put out or companies, we benefit from. I mean, I am recording this episode on an Apple phone. I hear upstairs one of my siblings using the vacuum cleaner. That's a bagless vacuum cleaner. And I know that my brother uses a GoPro for his drone when he films our tour vlogs. 
I mean, these, these things are products that people use that have so much changed the lives of people for better. And they were rejected. They were, they had failed. They had setbacks. They had failures. And yet they kept going and they were resilient. I would really, really encourage you to write out those lists of four things. I'm just going to say them one more time. In dealing with failure and setbacks, the number one is you have to realize that people do not make or break your dream. God is the one that makes your dreams come true and is one that opens and closes doors. Number two is you cannot take it personally. You cannot take things as a direct attack on, I guess I'm always this, it's me, it's me. It is very important to evaluate situations and say, what can I learn and do better and grow? And I can work on my approach. Maybe I can work on this. But you can't take it as an attack on your identity. Number three is you have to have a deep sense of purpose to keep you going through the setbacks. You have to know your why. You really have to know your why. And number four is you know You have to know that failure, setbacks, and rejections are going to happen. And so you have to learn how to be prepared for those and to face reality head on and understand that it is going to happen. And I really want to close this whole episode off with a verse that I think about all the time. And it's from Proverbs and it's Proverbs 24 verse 16. And it says, for the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. Think about that first. The righteous falls seven times, but rises again, but rises again. You guys, it is so important to rise up again after we have fallen, to keep going through the rejections and the setbacks. Really, really dive into your deep sense of purpose and to know that it is the Lord that opens and closes the doors for your dreams. Thank you so much for joining in here today. Thank you so much to sending in this amazing topic of dealing with failure and setbacks. I'm so glad that we got to cover it today. As always, you guys, thank you so, so much for listening in to this podcast. They come out every Monday. And if you don't already follow me on Instagram, go ahead and give a follow at Macy M. Shaw. I love having conversations with you guys in the DMs. My DMs are always open for conversation, for thoughts, for prayers, and As always, if you know that you have somebody in your life that would really benefit from this podcast, please share. And if you would be so kind to just share it to your stories and tag me in it, I would really, really, really appreciate it. It is so awesome to just hear the stories of how much this podcast is touching lives. And you are such a big part of that when you share this to others. So thank you so much, you guys. As always, I cannot wait to see you next week. And until then, have an incredibly blessed week. 